0: to the dynasty time podcast this is scott here along with my co-host logan what's up
1: everybody how we doing tonight
2: oh sorry is logan here too oh there he is hey logan what are we you doing are we doing any trades today are we doing a role reversal here am i playing dan tonight i do I'd a great love, impression
1: that. no i'd rather not hear that would be great i'm not in the mood for
2: that hello everybody it's great to be back i've missed you guys we're on video tonight, so it's good to see your faces. Yeah, we, we posting the video. No,
1: thanks. I'm sneezing and muting myself as I do it.
0: Do we have a YouTube channel next Twitch, year. We could we could stream live on Twitch. You right? know what?
1: That's just, That's just so I do think that a YouTube channel makes sense. Does and it? I think yes, it always does because YouTube is the best. But what? Vegas, I mean, come on. Uh Vegas. 2023, I yeah. think, is the kickoff of our YouTube channel. Okay, That's uh, just,
0: just throwing it out it there. Seems huh? like a rough. I don't know if we want to do that. Highlight okay. video. Highlight video from the live draft.
2: Uh, I also appreciate you just giving Scott more things to do and manage and own for this. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was on Scott.
1: Now I have to I create think, a YouTube account. Um, I think uh, you know if we all chip in, I'm sure you know. You, Think, how great would it be if Lance doing ad reads on
0: YouTube? I mean, come on. Shit, we don't have any ad reads tonight. Ah, damn Do we have any guests? No. no. We don't. no. Yeah, okay, well, you know. Nobody else's, sponsor- opi-
1: nobody else's opinion matters, Logan, you know that.
0: The sponsors have dried up a little bit, but they, they'll be back. I'm, I'm in talks with a lot of sponsors. It's the lack of consistency. No. These, these these big
2: mega corporations don't want to fork out money to advertise in a podcast that's only going to show up once
0: every three weeks. Solid point. You know, it's scary times in this economy. And, you know, inflation and Fuck profits lot are lot. sky high, but we're still yeah. you know, complaining and about also it. also crime.
1: Like
2: oh, crime.
0: <laughs> crime. Have is you awful. heard about the crime? Logan, have you
1: heard about the crime in Minneapolis, though? Like, oh I, I heard God. former Vikings offensive lineman Matt Burke wants to clean up oh. the streets of Minneapolis once and for all. And that I Tim mean, Walls I... has
2: broken Minnesota. On on my way to daycare today, I actually witnessed 14 murders. It was pretty rough. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty scary. Wow. I had to go into Chicago
0: burning. today and somehow I walked out. How somehow did you make it out, out alive? alive oh my dead. god. I don't know. Wow. Crazy. Anyway, um, can't wait for next week. It's gonna be fun. Uh football, <laughs> however, is fun, kind of. I don't know. I watched a little bit of football on Sunday and kind of turned it off after a little bit because i was kind of bored you guys yeah i concur yeah
1: anyway i, I watched the full vikings game that was riveting That's we funny. were we were with our neighbors though and having some food and drinks and outside watching the game so that did was... you have
0: any hard mountain dew baja blast zero sugar is that the sponsor 100 fun are they owned by pepsi Come on, Dan. Oh I don't. Dan. I don't know these
1: things. I drink water.
0: It's very easy. You go to a restaurant. You say Propel. you have Coke or Pepsi products, and if they say it's Pepsi, salted you go Dan, water. Well, at least they have Mountain Dew, and so now we're good. Okay. Sorry. Wait, can I? You missed my, can you I, missed my a question. Ad. Can
2: yeah. we put this in a poll in the podcast? When was the last time every single person in this league drank a Mountain Dew? Just like a can of regular Mountain Dew. Mine's I'd like be really curious, ago. actually.
1: I do think polls need to be utilized more in Slack.
0: That's true. Well, Just so like they, even they just random shit. We get like three people responding. Oh,
1: I'm not talking about serious polls. I'm just saying like weird, weird shit. Like I'm fine with that. I don't know. Let's I mean,
0: I know. We don't want to be simple. I think it's I think, it's a, I, think I think simple polls, the app
2: in there. All right. We'll figure like it out afterwards. We'll, we'll add it in later. That's a good question. Logan, when was the last time
0: you had a Mountain Dew?
2: Like just a regular Mountain Dew? I mean, or zero sugar, I guess, can count. I so we did hit up
0: the top. Or Code drive. Red, that counts too.
2: Seventh grade for Code Red, maybe that's been a long time for Code Red. <laughs> I I did a Baja Blast relatively recently, hitting up on a road trip the Taco Bell drive-through. So I that's did that. do that, but yeah. it's been a long time since it's just this syrupy sugary goodness of a Mountain Dew Something. that was there so how about, about you? you
0: oh probably I mean I had a zero sugar like this two days ago 20 minutes ago and I'm drinking a hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast uh five percent alcohol zero sugar 100% of the fun
1: wow did you just make that up
0: yeah, it was the same thing I just said. Oh, sorry. Is, is that right.
2: like the Long Island Mountain Dew that they have now? I saw that somewhere. That'd be good. Jesus, is, is, I'm is in that, for all this. Is is all this crap.
0: Why, Why are you wearing aviators now? Yeah, what happened there?
2: Oh, my eyes were twitching. It was hurting, so I was just kind of darkening a the, the little bit. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, well, okay. here we are. We're talking about fantasy football, dynasty time. We're in week nine right now the trade deadline the trade deadline is in week 10 but guys this league has transformed in 2022 we're getting trades all the time there were three trades tonight there was a trade yesterday i mean what is happening this is fun what appears to be happening
2: is that there are a few people who are looking up at the top of the standings right now and making a decision as to whether or not it's even worth it. And I think what you're finding is a lot of sellers, a couple buyers, and as a result, a weird imbalance in the market that is allowing a lot of trades to happen. Because I think across the board, for the most part, I think, I think it's safe to say that the um well, we'll get into each of the the trades, I suppose. I don't need to, get, to go there now, but there's some interesting ones, some very unique ones that I think uh, are taking place. And without uh, without being too cocky, I think a lot of it is looking at the NWL and freelancers and just people deciding, do I even bother? It's fair. It's fair.
1: I do. I, I am. I am pleasantly surprised that. Four different buyers emerged, though. Right? Am I am I counting that right? Freelancers, prime time, camps, and corn cob. Yes, not making major moves. Each of them, but at least something to try to solidify their playoff spot out of the seven teams that are four and four. And once you get in. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? As Logan knows, Devo Samuel has plummeted down the rankings thanks to Shane McCaffrey. Um, And, you know, Jalen Hurts is one strange three-yard run away from, what do we call it, uh, exploding his Achilles tendons. So, you know, hey, who knows? League camps, freelancers, they could be right there down the stretch.
0: Well, you just mentioned it. So that's a great um, great segue into league camps and freelancers. Let's briefly chat about Brees Hall and Johan. Is it Jahan? <laughs> we still ja- <laughs> don't know. Jan? Johan? Don't Natsun. mess with the
1: yay Dotson.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Brees Hall sweepstakes was was really fun, and I'm just glad he got traded. It was great. Um, I mean, look who Brian could have gotten for him. So, so what
2: is the end goal here, honestly? What are we angling for?
0: I mean, I think freelancers thinks you can just keep Brees Hall, but he's a first, and he's not guaranteed to even be able to play next year. I don't think so.
2: We, I mean, yeah, we I, we don't know what the we don't know
1: how bad the injury is and how bad he's going to come back. But yeah, it's a pretty pretty tall order to recovery from that injury in you know essentially six seven months and then be a legit starting running back on the Jets. I mean, granted, he did show he was awesome. He did show that he is actually awesome um, because the Jets are horrible, but he was really, really good. But as a first-round pick, which obviously I was just giving Brian shit when it first happened, but, yes, this is a little nutty. And the fact that he was picked up was funny, but then the fact that he was traded is even funnier.
2: So serious question based on league rules. I know he's not DP eligible because he played too much this year, but in Correct. theory, could he be kept as a first rounder next year, not played and then DP'd the following year? Is that Correct. the angle? Is yes. like is that Kevin, was be the angle. That was is my Kevin, initial that was my initial Kevin...
1: comment in the chat that triggered Scott, which I was <laughs> I'm not serious. Um, and I mean, but I mean, talk about playing funny. chess here. I mean, like, if like you're shitty enough, level. sure.
0: I, I don't know if Freelancers is in a position to,
1: I mean, he's made a lot blow of blow it trains. all up. I think Freelancers thought outside chance that he wins the league, gets the 16th overall pick, and then he can, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, did did Freelancers trade a bunch of other picks between rounds two and six for next year so that he's basically tanking next year anyway? Um, I know he traded a second cause I have it. Um, so yeah, I, maybe that's what he's thinking, but you know,
2: I mean, that's some next level thinking from Kevin here who we've, I never have, but you've both articulated in the past that he, um, is questionable in his decision-making as a league owner. <laughs> to be fair,
1: he
0: mentioned it himself on
1: this podcast that in-season management is his major um, opportunity. So... so
0: he's, he's given up a fourth next year and that's really it. He doesn't have a ninth either. He also doesn't have a second in 2024.
1: Well, whoa, 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 I thought he gave up a second to
0: me next year. According to this, <laughs> that is a second in 2024. Second <laughs> uh, to be
2: you, Dan, you idiot. Um... Pretty sure that is not accurate. But Any, okay. Trades accepted. Trades final. What? Um, my mind is blown right now. If that's the case.
0: Um, I'm looking through the trades. When when did you even? Trade yeah. Oh, yeah. Players? No, he, he
1: gave me a 2023 second round pick.
0: Oh, from primetime.
1: Oh, it's so the, he had two second round picks yes. next year. Sorry, that's what the, happened. It's the better of the two second round. That's picks. right. Which will be Lance's, I think. Well, you never know; they'll be close.
0: So uh, yeah, it's the better anyway. of the two
1: second round picks next year.
0: Hey, so I don't know if it hurts him. Kind of weird, but whatever.
2: In the it's end, fine. what is he going to do with Johan Dotson anyway? He's going to drop. Yeah, him I mean the whatever. Ladder. So it's, it's like Johan Dotson
1: is going to be dropped and picked up potentially
2: every single week between now and the end of
1: the season, and whoever ends up with him, it's like musical chairs at week eighteen or whatever we are on this year. We'll probably try to trade him in the off season. <laughs> so hey, he's, he know. was
2: a proud member of the NWO for a few oh, weeks earlier. This year too. And he, and he probably dropped twenty for you too. He did actually. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's actually two, two touchdowns on th- on three catches. All right, awesome. all right, there we go. All right,
0: let's move on. I mean, Dan, you made two trades. Let's talk about Dan, uh three. shitty team and league camps, and then we'll talk about. Uh, corncock TDs and that <clears throat> crazy owner. I, I made
1: three trades in the last 24 hours.
0: Oh my god, I forgot about primetime. Okay, yeah. let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, whatever, that's pretty good though. You got a third in I want, 2024. I want,
1: Logan, I want Logan to, to evaluate this
2: trade. What, as... So, what what were the actual terms for our listeners who may not be familiar?
0: Uh, Dan gave up Aaron Rodgers, primetime gave up Sam Ellinger. Uh, a sixth-round pick this year and a third-round pick in 2024.
2: For Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers.
2: Your boy. Well, let's take it easy with that talk. Um, it feels like prime time must not have Sunday ticket out there in Arizona and hasn't actually seen the Packers play this year because um, – my boy isn't very good at football right now. And that feels like a lot to give up for who, frankly, at this point is a QB two in, in this league, maybe a low end QB one, in all honesty, Um, like the three of us could line up at wide receiver for him this week. And it won't be any different than what he's got out there to, to throw to right now. Um, There's always the upside with Aaron Rodgers. He's shown it time and time again. So he is certainly someone who could get hot at the right time going into the playoffs for prime time and make me eat my words here. But I think as much as I hate to say it, I think, Dan, you've done done well for a player who hasn't been very good um, and put yourself in a good spot over the next couple of years with some extra picks. So uh, kudos to you.
1: Wow. I'm glad we're recording this. We have this on, on audio and video. That's right. It's going up Um, on YouTube. I think the real kicker in the deal is Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, Basinger, Basinger. Um, Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm I'm just happy to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I took him in the fucking second round, so that's how my season's going, but happy to get the, happy to get the 2024 third you know, six round pick this year. I mean, I don't know. It probably allows me to kind of have a quote unquote free keeper, you know, if you will, it gives me a little ammo in the off season, but we'll see Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's been bad against how many times the last three, four years and he's got two MVPs to show for it. So, but I don't think Jordan Nelson's walking out of that tunnel. Although oh. if he does, they did actually help still.
0: Not bad. I don't know if it's a buy low when you're giving up a third round pick. That's... I was going to say that. I was going to say buy
1: low time, but you're technically buying low, but you're not exactly yeah. paying the buy low price. Although inflation, inflation. God, inflation is terrible. Fucking Biden. Yeah. And the crime. And the crime. Oh, God. Herschel Walker hmm. will fix it. So
0: much crime.
1: Detective Walker to you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he flash was, the badge. badge. Flash it. Flash the badge. Uh,
0: Alright, so Dan did that. Then he went over and traded with League Camps. Uh, Dan gave up Devontae Smith and an 11th round pick, and he got back Foster Moreau a 2023 4th and a 2024 5th round pick. Um, I, I Apparently, this has set off waves in the slack people are pissed uh i have no idea who these people are really i mean are they i good? think that's the point i think
1: i'm going to say person is pissed i think luke is triggered uh after he <laughs> lowballed me for mike evans and whoever else so that's yeah, his own fault but I, mean, I
2: i think this particular challenge is devonta smith is not very good and it feels like a lot to give up to acquire someone who admittedly is likely is a fringe keeper at best next year given where he was drafted and so to give up all of that to get not a lot in return again Kudos to Dan making the moves, talking to everyone, getting the job done. But it just feels like a lot for someone whose actual performance so far this year really
0: hasn't hasn't matched the the value in return.
1: I mean, I made the trade, so I, I'm I i can not say I I disagree with you on any of that. I, I actually though personally really like Devonta Smith. And when he initially, we initially started talking about the trade, we weren't we weren't there because I I did plan to keep him next year for a fifth. And I do think in our league that is going to be good value. Um and and I understand, I mean he's got AJ Brown. I think I like number two wide receivers on really good offenses more so than most people do. And you know, in a 16-team league, I think those guys are really valuable. Um, people will say, well, Hertz runs it and whatever they don't, they're, they're not going to have a running back after this year. So I think Devontae Smith this year, missing maybe two games or a one and a half game so far already has like forty some catches, I think. So we're looking at an 80, 90 catch guy who has barely found the end zone just yet. And as people start double teaming AJ Brown more, I think Smith is going to have a big second half of the season. You could you t- talk about the value all you want, that I got back. I, I just think about this.
2: The challenge is there. I mean, I think he's a really good player. Like I would, I would happily have him on my team, both in real life for the Packers and on my fantasy team. Um, it's, it's a steep price to, to pay for um, a player. Who's not a star. And when you compare the, what you got for, Devonta Smith to what you got for a Mike Evans or an Aaron Rodgers. That's where it starts to get a little bit, a little wonky to me is all
0: Devonta Smith's the 31st ranked receiver right now Mm -hmm. that receiver went in like the early sixth round and he's worth a fifth so there's going to cost a fifth. So are
1: you looking at average points per week? Just total points yeah, so he's he missed a game um, and had a buy. So he's played two less games than other guys.
2: So not only are you basically as a keeper for him not getting a ton of value, you're also giving up two additional relatively valuable picks for the right to do it.
1: So yeah. what, what is funny, though, is the, the same people who complain about this trade are also on record as saying how horrible picks are after like the third or fourth round. So really, like, I mean, I got one. I don't know, four round picks pick. pretty important. I mean, yeah, I think Luke on this pod, though, has said how horrible the picks are in this league and that those middle rounds are are pretty much garbage. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. What Did you filter by average, Scott? I'm just curious now.
0: Oh, no, I just looked at the okay. top receivers. Okay. I don't have okay. time to deal with that. <laughs> um no it's interesting it seems like a lot it's not i'm not complaining about it
2: yeah neither am i like it's, I great. it's great i love trades it's fun yeah. um you done good That's and all frankly
0: there. you know league camps they went for it they're still competing they're still trading you know that i don't know oh, what they're yeah.
2: up to over
1: there
0: um, there's there's no
1: doubt that that connor has been an unbelievable addition to the league because he's been super engaged goes for it in year one, and now he's battling to win the division here in year two after starting with, you know, I don't know, nothing, or I don't remember how how bad it was for him. Maybe not as bad as Elster, but um, he's going for it, and we'll see. I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, these as with all trades, right, we have Aaron Rodgers now, second half of the season. He's been terrible for Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to now be a top five to seven quarterback in the second half of the season? I think most of us think not, but I think are, uh, Vikings and Lions fans like Scott and me would not be surprised if he just like pulls six wins in a row out of his ass, um, and you know, three hundred yard passing game and stuff like that. So Devonta Smith, you know, who knows? But now let's talk about the big one because I do think the big one. Well, Scott, and the appetizer to the big one that Scott made because I do think the Mike Evans trade compared to the Devonta Smith trade is interesting, and that's what I want Logan's opinion on that. So I traded Mike Evans to Scott for Darnell Moody and two fifth-round picks. So two fifths for Evans, a fourth and a fifth for Devontae Smith. Obviously, Evans is definitely not going to be kept worth a second-round pick next year. Um, So that's a factor. Logan?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think this, this, this particular transaction, this trade, illustrates the superiority of Corncob TV over a Dan Shitty team and then the deal that they were able to, to secure, um, by the own market that Dan Shitty team set about the value of players like a Devonta Smith to get less value for someone like Mike Evans is, um, appalling mismanagement at a league, at a league level. And so while, um, I'm very Willing and happy to commend Dan's shitty team for his uh, negotiation skills in some trades. Um, this one, this one to me, screams of collusion to try to take down the NWO and it feels <laughs> like a shit. I better delete my text. A, a conspiracy within the <sighs> podcast here to come after what is rightfully mine with this sort of
0: underhanded bullshit. Here's the deal. The good news about that, you know who, who judges that? This guy. Yeah. So, when you trade with the commissioners, how do you get a trade? You it, it can appeal, um, but I'll tell you where that's going to take you.
1: So so I just want to point out that... that uh,
2: if you the, say Darnell Mooney right now, I'm literally the, leaving this podcast. The, I mean... Um,
1: Darnell Mooney... Uh, no, no, you know, it's interesting because yes, it's, but, but like I, when, when people have reached out to me about trades or I've reached out to them, it's like, well, if you're going to do the whole market thing, then, you know, Geno Smith's worth a fourth and a ninth or whatever, like, you know, Marquise Brown's worth a second, like no one's ever going to make any trades. Um, and I have, I've spoken to multiple owners in the last 48 hours, you know, about what either they think their players are worth or, or what they're willing to pay, and there's just a major, major gap. And so, you know, we have a couple fringe, you know, I won't call them contenders to, you know, insult the Logans of the world, but fringe, you know, competitive playoff teams and what they're willing to actually pay for a legit starting wide receiver. It's not more than two fifths. And so when you're in my position and you're tanking hard and you have one week left, you know, you get what you can. I, I felt good about the other two trades I made. So I was like, you know what? Darnell Mooney,
0: the kicker, throw him in, and we got a deal. Darnell Mooney. You know, he's great. We loved him. We, we had him on Corncob TDs. He's a champion, uh, 2022, 2021 champion. Um, but he just it wasn't up to par this year. Just couldn't do it. He needed a change of scenery. And we wish him the best.
2: Seriously, though, Scott, like how shocked were you when he said Sure.
0: No, I wasn't shocked. We've been talking for a while. Um I happy think... where we
1: ended up with where we started, that's for damn sure. And <laughs> what I was getting offered from other people. I mean, you know, I won't I won't name names, but you know, it wasn't looking great for a period of time. I did have a similar offer, but I felt like this one was better. So yeah, you know. Logan's yeah, just I wasn't mad. shocked. He's just I... mad because he's you know, he's he's making he's making ridiculous trade offers to me or, or starting points. And, and now he's mad when he can't get his hands on it, on a good player for a decent value, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, I think what, what's weird is that as of Monday, I was kind of like, and I think I told you this, Dan, like, I don't know if I need receiver. Like, I don't know if receiver's the one yeah. that's my issue at this point. Cause I had
2: cop. So you trade for two.
0: Yeah. So now it's an interesting team, right? Um, but now I have three of the top ten receivers in the league, so that's not a bad thing. The problem is, as I can talk about later, uh, I can't play all three of them probably. So now we have an issue. As right. long as Mar- Marcus Mariota's is balling out there, one of these guys has to be benched.
1: Yeah, I mean, you talk about. I mean, if, if so, two things. One, yes. But also, the second thing is, no, Marcus Mariota is not a legit solution for a team who's going to go try to repeat and win the dynasty pot. So yeah,
0: that might be that's problem. why
1: you go out and you get three top 10 wide so, receivers, because yeah. your team going forward does not include Marcus Mariota every single week. When you need to use him, you use him. But if you're going to rely on a, a Falcons quarterback who I thought was dead or out of the league,
2: you know...
0: I mean pretty good pick I will say like he's, <laughs> he done, done, the he's, done, <laughs> he's done the
2: job he's done he's done the job shockingly right. well compared to what I think people had expected of him mm-hmm. but it is a fair question of at the end of the day he's Marcus Mariota and are you comfortable going into a playoffs in a lose and go home sort of scenario rolling him out there and it even goes back to the previous trade that primetime made for Aaron Rodgers. You can look at this entire season that we've had so far, Mariota fan, from a fantasy perspective, I'm pretty sure is outperforming him, I
0: think. Oh uh, yeah. it's close.
2: Like, but at the end of the day, if you I'm said you're saying. walking into the championship against the NWO and you can have Aaron Rodgers or Marcus Mariota, who are you gonna like throw out there?
0: Uh Devontae Adams apparently is the answer to that question. (laughs) As we move on to so so just to finish that,
1: right so Mariota actually Mm -hmm. has 22 more fantasy points than Rodgers on the season in the same number of games played. That's pretty astonishing. There you go. So I mean, but you know, and I I don't think Scott looked this far ahead, but if you look at the start of the playoffs, Mariota's at the Saints and at the Ravens the first two games of the playoffs. I mean that's, that's I mean, no, when I
0: drafted him in the ninth round, I did not look that far away. No, I'm saying today, like before oh.
1: you made the trade to require two wide receivers, not really yeah. start, like that's no bueno for playoff. The, the playoff
2: football. strategy, though, is an interesting one, though, because at some point, like you need to be chasing upside. Like in a, in a, in a matchup against where a team like Scott, who even if he goes on a run here, is going to be a lower C, likely having to play myself or Kevin or whomever early on. Like, I feel like you're going to have to be aggressive in your lineup setting and throw two quarterbacks out there and hope you get
0: that sort of game. Right. Maybe, but Mariota's ceiling seems very low. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Logan, I would argue that the top 10 wide receivers have higher, much higher ceilings. Because he could go off for 10, 12 catch day with two touchdowns. That's that wins you matchups right there.
2: Yeah. I we'll see. I, 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 I can see it both ways, I guess. It's everyone could have a different opinion. I would actually argue
1: that someone like Aaron Rodgers is more likely to go off for that big time game than someone like Mariota. Especially come end of the season when winning matters the most.
2: Mariota's running though, like that's the that's the difference with some of this stuff. The point values for rushing for quarterbacks makes it makes a difference there. If you're looking for that upside, I cannot
0: believe we're talking about Marcus Mariota. Isn't that in crazy? 2022.
2: Didn't he, like did he win like the Heisman Trophy like I don't know 14 <laughs> years ago
1: or something?
0: Anyway, you're thinking, no, let's... you're thinking of Joey Harrington.
1: Oh, thank you. Okay, that was like 20 years ago.
0: Joey ball game. Uh. So we, we mentioned it, but let's just, for those who are not aware, um, the second trade of the day for corn cod TDs uh, brought him Devante Adams and Najee Harris uh, giving up a third round pick this year, a sixth round pick next year and two throwaway wide receivers that we're probably going to be dropped. Um, this was interesting. I had inquired about Devonte Adams earlier in the week. Uh, Laverty was asking way too much. Then Dan was tonight was like, who else are you going for? Have you looked at Harris? And I was like, yeah, you know, I thought about him, but he sucks. Um, but then I reached back out to Laverty and we, we talked and uh, you know what I love about this? is Najee Harris sucks right now he's like running back 25 i think something like that i don't know something like that yeah um which is not good I'm not happy about it um but he wasn't he could be a top 10 running back he's a starting running back he's a workhorse and my running backs right now are jd mckissick and tavius murray so needed something that could get me some points at some point
2: I mean that's that's not ideal. As someone who struggled up until recently with the running back position, I I feel that particular pain. The hard part is I don't know that Najee Harris, who on his best day seems to be Trent Richardson, is the answer to the particular running back quandary that you have if nothing else he's a someone like who you're gonna start which i guess in its own way kind of makes things a little easier you're feeling one hole instead of two um but to me this it, is about Devonte
0: adams yeah oh for sure and it's yeah. believing Everything that else is just... adams isn't gonna fall apart here in the next few weeks um which i'm a little terrified of but you know currently he's he's had a good year. And uh, this week coming up, he's wide receiver sixth in the rankings. So, you know, it's a strength now. And, you know, here's the deal I wasn't going to go for it, but NWO is beatable. And now you look at this team, this Corn Cod TD's team, and we got two amazing quarterbacks, a running back squad that can handle it, probably the best receiving core in the league. And have you heard of Greg Dolchich? He's a top three tight end in the next in the last seven weeks of the season. So I also want to point out that
1: Najee Harris is very, very good. Okay. Just as a player. Can I just okay?
2: make a counterpoint to that? No,
1: because it's yeah. not your turn to speak. You're not holding the painted pumpkin. So Najee Harris was the sixth ranked running back last year in terms of um average points scored per week in the fourth in terms of overall points. So, that was as a rookie. He's having a little bit of a slump right now. They're trying to figure out their quarterback situation. It's Kenny Pickett's team now. They're going to get better. And uh I like it. Yes, DeVonta Adams. He's the key, I think, cuz he can go off for 20, 25 points and scare some people. But if Najee Harris can be just good, not like he was last year, but just good, which I think he will be 10, 12, 15 points a week. I think that's sometimes going to be enough for Scott, considering we still have plenty of us dog shit teams putting up between 40 and 70 points a week.
0: I mean, so, JD McKissick was putting up like three to three and a half points a week. Yeah. So if I can get 10, so, so let's naja Harris, make this really
1: simple. He got, he paid a third for Devontae and a sixth for Naja Harris. Like,
2: okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the trade. A return perspective. Who was it? Green Hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think it seems like a a deal that works out well from outside looking in perspective feels about right. Um, I think Scott. It sounds like you're aware of this going into this trade as. Yeah, but there's a little bit of risk here. Like like how much, given Derek Carr's performance the past few weeks, do we really feel like Devontae is going to keep being a top wide receiver down the stretch? Probably, Probably. because he's Devontae, but it can't. that can't be the most confident feeling in the world. And a couple years from now, my Trent Richardson analogy – I feel pretty good about that is going to kind of play itself out quite well with Najee, which is disappointing because I really like him too. And I was high on him going into the year as well, but um, so it's fair return. It's a fair trade. I think it makes Scott better this year to certainly at least get into the playoffs. And then who knows what happens? I don't know if it's a, a league winning sort of move though, objectively.
0: It's fair i mean but i'm coming for that dynasty pot Um, you got to do it you have to do it i was telling dan like i was kind of screwed i'm not going to be good next year anyway i already didn't have a fourth round pick it wasn't going to be good i was going to be below average probably so let's go for it now i don't have a third fourth or fifth pick that's a problem cooper cups worth a third don't have a pick for him um, you know, we have some I think some I can solve
2: your too many wide receiver problems. Actually, let's
0: talk. I, I was thinking, why not just trade Cup right now? Get a first round pick for him, you know? Let's go make, make a deal on the pod here. I mean, yeah.
1: if, if, if I think if some if someone like Cooper Cup gets traded, it's going to break the league because no one has any idea what he's worth. He could be worth a sixth or a two firsts at this point, based on what we've seen so far. Two
0: firsts and eighteen dollars in blind bidding dollars. Yes, eighteen dollars.
1: Perfect. Um, I I just want to just. I'm sorry to just Naja Harris, but Trent Richardson was one of the biggest running back busts in the last twenty years. Correct. Naja Harris was borderline
2: offensive rookie of the year last year. And Trent Richardson, as a rookie, was borderline offensive rookie. I think he was offensive rookie. Was he?
1: Also, but he also like.
2: And then the following was, year, he was the fantasy darling, first-round draft pick, the future star of the running back position, and he sucked. And then everyone's like, well, sophomore slump, he'll be back next year. And then the following year, he sucked. And three years later, he's out of the league. Wow. Um, it tracks.
1: I, I I could not disagree more, because Najee Harris is like, uh, everybody loves the guy. He's like a great human being, like, great oh, teammate, whatever. Oh, okay. Trent Richardson, like, I don't know what it was. There was something major red flags of Trent Richardson, which, which is why he was out of the league after three years, not just because he was bad. There were major other red flags. Otherwise, he would have been picked up by somebody for a league minimum. Um, and by the way, he only had 950 rushing yards as as a rookie. So
2: yes, that's awful. Who could imagine a rookie running back rushing for a thousand yards? <laughs> anyway. So, so, Scott, excited. is it are we uh, how how are you honestly feeling? you You do these trades, you revamp the team. Is this move a I actually think I can win this league, or, hey, I'm gonna win my I'm gonna stay in the top division. I'll make the playoffs, and you know, hang on, maybe get a couple extra bucks. Honest assessment of where you sit.
0: I think I am now in a position to come back and win this division. And on any given week can be projected to score a hundred plus points versus where I was, which was like, I hope I hit 80. Um, And once you do that, then I think it's anyone's game and you just have to hope NWO scores 98 instead of a hundred. I think that's where it is. I mean, nobody's ever going to, at this point, have a better team on paper Than NWO, let's be honest. But we've been here before that's true. When that team falters in the playoffs, and I just want to be there to pick up that win when it happens. And it's inevitable that it's going to happen.
2: Like there is too much karmic justice in the world, and I've been too much of a dick on this podcast all year for that not to inevitably. I
0: think that's where you got to be a little scared because before this, if we're matching up in the first round, you can have a bit of a dud, and I'm probably gonna score 65 points now. You can't have it done. Yeah.
2: I mean, the hard part is I can't, I can't improve my team. <laughs> like, no, that's it, not true. You could get a second running back because the, the wide receivers, top, I mean, yeah, two know. top five, two, two top 10. Yeah, that's awful. Devo's Debo, value has plummeted. Oh, right? just Parable. spare me that nonsense that has been disproven time. Oh, Jesus. It's the hard part is, is, it's the opportunity cost of that RB2 improvement. What am I willing to give up to get two to three extra points each week at running back compared to what I can stream out there right now? It's not a lot. Yeah. And giving up anything of value is hard to justify. So the reality is, is this is my team. I just got to not get injured yeah. and survive a couple buys. And I should have a shot.
0: I think the interesting thing, just to wrap this up, is we had a week until the trade deadline. And so Ooh. what's gonna happen in the next week? Cooper Cup's gonna be on the NWO. <laughs> Cooper Cup could be on the NWO to that replace would be his shitty Debo Samuel.
1: That would be counter uh, productive, I think, for Scott to trade with NWO at this point. Maybe, I, maybe I'm time.
0: panicking about my picks in the next So I weeks. think
1: what, – what I think is really interesting, though, about Logan's team is that it's, it's so good that he's going to have a tough decision to make come playoff time where he'll have to decide on two of his wide receivers. So that'll be interesting to see if he can make the choice three times in a row correctly. Um, and then also, like you just said, their RB2, does that position give him anything come playoff time? Sure, he might not need it, but – you know one, one side note on Logan Stevens so when we're talking about it. I personally thought the Titans were looking like they were gonna be horseshit this year and they've rattled off like five wins in a row, which now makes Derrick Henry what he was last year. Derrick Henry was not what he was last year, and then out of nowhere he became that. And I think Najee Harris, who knows, could could do it. I mean Okay. Derek Henry had like eight points the first two weeks, and then he oh, you yeah. know he starts to take off. So I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. If right? I win this
0: league, if Naj- if and it'll be Najee Harris putting up 35 points a it, week. if, if you actually, win this league will, Logan's it getting
1: actually- a Najee Harris tattoo in Vegas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, it honestly and I'll be buying
0: happen. Laverty all of the drinks yes. in the cabana. Uh,
2: you'll be buying That's what would happen that's the way that that works out honestly if you win this league it's because Najee harris does that like that's to be the- clear
0: uh, i did not promise that i was buying a cabana if i won the dynasty pot that was logan who oh, said that
1: on. but that's Boo. like Boo. two years so so you need to just <laughs> if you win the if you come out of nowhere to win this thing at three and five at this point how many seen. weeks are now? How many weeks will then the end of season? 14. Now? It was a long season. So okay, so playoffs are 15, 16, and 17. And still
0: three division matchups each. So yeah. sorry, Brian, you're gonna lose three more two more times. Yeah. Mm. Oof, that hurts. Am I
1: still alive? I don't know. I think I'm mathematically eliminated. I think I'm yeah, you're not good. The Am only I, team that's have I of it. yet? Uh, you you've probably clinched the playoff spot, honestly. Probably. probably. Uh we, we have we'll six games that. left. Yeah, the worst you could do is eight and six. Yeah, you've clinched the playoff spot, I think. With how many teams, how many four and four teams play each other? I don't know, maybe.
0: Well, it'll be interesting. It'll also be interesting when we pick our opponents in the playoffs. I pick Ooh. Scott. Wow. First round picks Scott. Oh, God.
2: No, at my first pick, I'm picking freelancers.
0: Oh, but I want freelancers to do well. This is, this is like first chance ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a pod. We've been here for an hour. Um, thank you to Logan and Dan, my, my co-hosts. Yes, Dan, you can come back. Um, you make thank one trade our... with the guy and suddenly you're back in his good grade. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. Thank you for the fifth, the great trade. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Hard Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, Zero Sugar, all of the alcohol, all of the fun. I like how it's blurred out on Zoom. <laughs> it's that fun. Uh and I
1: just want to point out though, if i if I wasn't making these trades, we'd be really bored right now. There'd have been maybe one trade.
2: So you're welcome. I love I I love it. it. I'm all I'm all kindling. Yeah.
0: Um it's good. I guess good luck to everyone in week nine. I don't know what happened in week eight, so whatever.
2: Good luck to the teams who literally can't field teams this week. I scored
0: 120 points last week. And that was without Najee Harris. So sky's the limit now now you're gonna score 124 (laughs) all right that's enough thanks for joining us we'll see you next week for a formal recap right we'll do it and a guest bye bye